Oh my god, Captain! No, it says something on it. What does it say? This pilot, pilot. You got a pilot's hat on. Yeah, but it's a pilot of a ship, not a not a plane. <laughs> Good. What the fuck, Dad? You did. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> oh my god! At least you got your dry hopping shirt on, I suppose. I got that, and I got the sponsored. Well, it's not actually a sponsored shirt, but this is sponsored I'm shirt. claiming them as a sponsor this week. Okay, getting, cool. Getting beer from them. Yeah, um, excellent. Did you go to the opening? I did. I Crown sailed Valley? down there on my vessel and what? I asked them for a easy drinking smashable beer for the podcast and they gave me this. I can't see because you blew your back. Oh, oh, waste oil. Excellent waste beer. Oil. Is that good? Um, can you drive your boat from your house to Crumman? Definitely not. I completely made that up, except for the bit about going to Corumbin. Oh. That, that part. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, there's no way you could get to Corumbin without sort of, I don't know, going out to sea. Have you gone over the seaway yet? The Gold Coast Seaway? Fuck no. There was whales in there the other day. Have you seen how small my boat is? Yeah, it's pretty small, but I wouldn't take it out in the open. open fucking thing, man. Fuck you, no. You'd totally get lost. How's my audio? Is it strong? It's not too bad. Okay. It's not too bad at all. You got a beer? Um, I do have a beer. One moment, madam. Let me get... Oh, It's in a bottle. And I haven't got a bottle opener. Hang on. Oh, he's got a cerveza. I do. I do. Sure. Uh, no, I don't actually. Sponsor beer, funnily oh, enough. Sponsor beer? In a bottle? Sponsor beer. In a bottle, yeah. Have a guess. That's what a beer. They're not many. They're not many. Oh, not many at that all. That smells so good. It is a fucking great beer, though. I'll waste all it. Smells like chocolate. Come on, who's doing bottles of beer? Uh, who would sponsor us? Felons. <laughs> no, they do cans, mate. They do. They do the sour well. stuff in bottles, but I'm not. No. So it's not as this. Not... Oh, it's oh, it's a wow. Musa Bock. Very good. Okay, wait. Let me the... let's get this screenshot happening because this hat is really hurting my fucking head. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, I'm taking this thing off. God damn, that hurts. That's that's my. Is that your cap- is that hat. your captain's hat? It's it's my yes, it's my captain's hat. But it's and these are I don't even know whose these are. I found them in the cupboard. I think they're I think they're Geordies. I have no idea who's they are. All right. All right. Do, Look at that clean glass, a- mate. Look at that clean glass. Wait, what sort of beer was that? It was a a, a a Bock Lager. Wow. That glass is so clean. I think this is the best I've ever done. That's pretty good. Where, where's the screen? Where's the sponsor glass? Ch- shut up. Hmm? Um, this oh, Bock fuck. contains a blend of six different malts, giving strong caramel notes, balance a subtle roastiness, light, lightly dry hopped. This is for those that enjoy bigger beer without the hop overload. Uh, it is... 5.8% ABV, one and a half standos. Let's have a look. Wait, how many? How many? Oh, it's a 330 bottle, is it? Yeah. Because mine's also 5.8%, but it's 1.7 standos. That's 375. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's good. It's delicious. That is fucking delicious. Thanks. Uh, shout out to Ben Cree for um, uh, sorting that and dropping it down to the good folk at Common Ground Cellars in St. Lucia. 
Wow, that's a that's a fucking score, Hendo. That, that beer is bloody delicious. They make good lager, though. Fuck, man. That's all they do, isn't it? Or it's, it's the, mostly yeah, the, they do. the heads of Noosa Japanese lager is sensational. Yeah. Do they make a cerveza or no? Well, they should. Everyone else is at the moment. Everyone um, else is making cerveza. Why don't we make cerveza? Why don't we start with this poll that I put on the Instagram here? Over under. There's a poll on the Instagram? Over under for Hendo to live more than 10 minutes on his new scooter. <laughs> and the results were six to five over. That's 11 votes. That's not, we need another vote. Did you vote? It's, it's gone. It, it, it's gone. I put it in there at like seven o'clock yesterday. So it's disappeared. Okay. So, but I looked at it just votes. before the show. Six votes to what? Five. So yeah, most people yeah. think you would survive longer than 10 minutes on your um, scooter. Well, I've been riding motorcycles for quite a while. That's no, you know, past performance is no guarantee of future returns. No, and you basically made this motorbike. The other motorbikes you've been riding were <laughs> made by someone else. I'm really fucking stoked with it, though, hey. <laughs> where, where it came that? together at the end so quickly. It was like, I was like working on the, what did I put in there? Um, I had to do the clutch springs. That's, that's the last thing I got stuck at. I couldn't, I got the old clutch springs out. Because it's got like the 70cc kit, the engine needs to rev higher. Yeah. And um, and so um, you need tightest, stiffest clutch spring. So it's a centrifugal clutch. The engine has to spin faster to make the clutch engaged. And so I, I had trouble getting them in. And I watched this YouTube video on how to get them in. I was like five minutes. I was like, okay, cool. And I went, I got the clutch in. I got lot of variator rollers in. I get this thing done. And so I spent the last like two or three days, just a couple of hours at a time, just um, got the engine together, got the air box on, um, got um, uh, got um, the um, all the plastics back on and all that sort of stuff and started it up. And I went, I'm going to take this for a ride, this unregistered motorcycle for a ride. <laughs> well, we'll cut that bit out. And, and um Oh, it's just up and down the street. It's fine. Um, and, oh, boy, it's fast. Really? <laughs> it's very fast. <laughs> I stopped at the end of my street to go around the block, and as I and I just give it a bit to take off, and it popped a fucking mono. What? <laughs> it's sick. It's so cool. It's I've, I've, I've got Roadworthy coming tomorrow. I'm, I'm, let's fucking send it. I'm getting it wow. registered tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, Reckon it'll pass? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I checked everything. Lights work. Tires are good. How are the Blinkers brakes work. The horn work. The brakes are excellent. Nice. They fucking need to be. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's great. Um, it's ready to roll. And um, it just came together really quickly. So I haven't shot any video yet of uh, me on the scooter because I don't want to shoot any video of me riding an unregistered motorcycle. But as no, soon as I get that. registered. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, then um, then I will, um, I'll post something. But... Um, uh, I'm looking forward to getting on the road. It's just got this slight problem because the whole reason for pulling the engine out and just rebuilding it bottom end and top end was there was a whirring sound with the crank bearings, the bottom mm. end bearings. And once the engine, and, and I think what has happened is the kid who owned it that I bought it off, there's basic, because it's a two-stroke, the oil gets mixed in with the fuel. Yeah. Right? And as the fuel goes in, it it makes a mist of oil, and that's what lubricates everything, right? And you burn a bit of oil at the same time, sort of thing. That's just the nature of the beast. Yeah. 
And so, um, and I think this kid has put in, put car oil in the oil reservoir and it's fucked up the oil pump. So there's an oil reservoir? There's a, Yeah, there's an oil tank and a petrol tank. I see. So you don't need to pre-mix a, it or anything? No, no. But what I've done is I'm going to run it on pre-mix. Oh, okay. Yeah, because this, oil this well, I'm just going to leave the, I'm just going to disconnect the pump. Just oh, take, yeah. There's a little, there's a little belt that that drives the pump, and I don't think the pump is working at all because I started riding it, and there was no. You need to see smoke to show that there's oil in the um, in the in the fuel, and I went, uh, and then it started making this very slight whirring sound, like the old crank mm. bearings again on the on the right hand side, and I was like, oh, just put this thing in, and it's making crank bearing sounds again. I don't. Last thing I want to do, mate, is have to drop the engine out again, split the crank to find out what the hell's going on. I'm like back to square one. You can just do chuck a bit of oil in the fuel, though, right? Well, that's what I did today. Yeah. So, so when you when you say premix, you can't buy premix, can you? No, no, no. You, you buy the scooter. The, the you buy. Uh, I bought a jerry can today, a petrol. Yeah. So yeah. I've got a little yellow, a green. It's a green jerry can for two stroke. And then I've got the two stroke oil, and yeah. I know it's five liters, and then one hundred and sixty mils of oil, and that's thirty three to one, which is quite a high ratio, but it's just better to be safe than sorry. How big is the and, tank on the scooter? Well, it's more than five liters. Yeah. So it, it was like dollar ninety eight, eleven dollars to fill the five liter um, jerry can. But I should have brought a ten liter one anyway. I'll just get another. I'll just fill it up again tomorrow and just keep it. Ever run short of fuel? Got fuel. You could, you could do it at the server though, right? Couldn't you? Can just put it directly in the tank, or you can't do that. Uh you could, but you don't know how much you've got. Right, so oh, at least a with point. a five-liter yeah. jerry can, I know it's five liters, and I, I can put the right amount of um, uh, oil in. And if you and yeah. if and the thing is, right, is that I could fill, I could I could keep the bottle of oil under the seat or something like that, and I could fill the tank. But if I pour oil into a full tank of fuel, the oil's going to coagulate down the bottom. Kind of got to shake it up, right? That's that's the other reason for the jerry can. Yeah, okay. Once you get up right, and boogie, so, it'd be fine though, wouldn't it? Doing wheelies and shit. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm just gonna pre. I'm just gonna keep a jerry can of fuel and just pre-mix it and be done with it. I think so. That's fine as far as I'm concerned. What kind of economy would you get out of that? How far would five? Liters no go? idea. No idea. No hmm. idea at all. Not not a clue. Probably a probably a shitload. Nah, it'd be terrible. A two-stroke, seventy cc kit, tricked out. Yeah, popping wheelies. Nah, it's going to get shit fuel economy. It's probably going to do, I'm expecting it to do probably, probably um, three or four litres per 100 kilometres, I think. Yeah, fair enough. I think that's the same as like a hybrid car that does yeah. that. But um, hybrid, you know, Prius is not as fun as a fucking wheelie popping scooter. There's like not many things that are, Less fun than a Prius, like cancer, probably <laughs> hemorrhoids. I don't know that's yep. that's neck and neck. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm really chuffed with it. It's looking great. Hope it passes the roadworthy tomorrow. Um, and I, if I if I can do that, I'm straight over to Main Roads to get it registered, get Amazing. it insured. I'm going for a Friday Arvo ride somewhere. Fuck yeah! Take it up Mount Cuthra or something. I don't know. Maybe don't do it, that. It it hill climb. Like, remember that that the one the not the stolen scooter. Yeah, the stolen scooter that yeah. was in the back shed. The borrowed from, one. Like, 
borrowed one, yeah, that mm. ran up at the tip. Right. That four-stroke goes up the hill. It was like, Yeah. This thing just rips up hills. It's sick. Who's it's stroke? sick, man. Hammers. <laughs> it's 70cc kit, Velocity exhaust, Velocity 70cc kit. I put these these extra holes in the air box, these these um, box stuffers and everything like that to let more air and fuel in and all that sort of stuff. Nice. Check the plugs today. It's running a little bit rich, but better to be rich than lean. And uh, I'm happy. I'm very happy. Good on you. Have you got a name for it? It's my other girl, redhead girlfriend. Okay. This the side chick. I call I call the VFR my my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. So the scooter's going to be my side chick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so good. It's beautiful. Though. It's fun. I can't wait to get it on the road, eh? Just to go, just go ride somewhere. I hope that crank bearing holds up, but we'll see what yeah. happens. Nice. Good on you. All right. Um, next item of discussion. We have to. We have to crank up. Speaking of crank bearings, we have to crank up mm-hmm. the over under because we need to. Have a winner, yes. Relatively soon, and we're we're sitting at six five. Because I've got yep. a prize in mind. Who's six? I'm six. Okay. So, I, I mean, we can probably do one tonight, maybe if we can think sure. think one about the filter crowdfunding, maybe. Um, but if you can think of anything, F one or anything else, let me mm. know because we need to we need to keep doing this until we get to ten. Until I get okay. to ten. Well, there's a it's, we're still on the Dixon Flannels, aren't we? Well, I'm, I'm, I've got a, a a variation on the prize. Okay, you sure? Because um, the the good people at Thirsty Merchants have a connection with Dixon Flannos now, and we might actually wind up with our own Boston the Brewer Flano. Well, here's the that thing: that would be cool, and you know that would be cool as shit. Here's the thing: I knew that wasn't going to say that because I was going to uh, keep it a surprise. Oh, okay. Can we we can cut yeah. that out? <laughs> I don't edit. I don't edit the video. If you watch this video on YouTube, you will not be able to. <laughs> anyway, let's just say there's a there's going to be a very sick prize. Okay, cool. Sorry, I was thinking we could, we, could also, we could also use that as a prize if we do the if we do a meetup for the um beer launch for the Adam beer launch. Yes, because that's that's happening. I saw apparently on our Facebook. It is the brew day is going to be on Tuesday, twenty fourth. The... 24th of October. So I'll be fresh back from Vietnam. And um, let's see here. Yeah. So fuck, I'm in Vietnam and 17th, I fly out. Yeah. So back on the Monday. Um, so yeah, um, Tuesday, the 24th at Hiker Brewing Company. We'll get a start time and that sort of thing once we sort it out with, um, uh, with Dan and Phil. Um, come and hang out and make an Adam beer. And I have no idea how an Adam beer is made. I think it was well, we we should we should probably not do the invite to the actual brew day. We should do like a meetup when the beer's ready, so people can just come to the tap room and spend money and shit. You know what I mean? At hiker, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. However long it takes to make an Adam beer, neither of us know. No, we've got no idea. By the way, I, I spoke to Adam Shell during the week. He wanted to know which one. About- not, I don't know anymore. There's, there's more. There's four. There's there four on the Facebook four? group. Yeah. There's not really, is there? There's actually four. Go look at the fucking members, mate. Fucking in hell. the Facebook group, there are four Adam Sh- Adam Shell in there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, one of them rung me. I don't know which one. Um, the scooter one. The scooter one rung me. 
And yeah, Adam, goes, yeah, I wanna, Adam Shell. I want to talk about doing a coffee beer. And then we had this whole big conversation about coffee beer. And then at the end, he goes, I, can't, I, I don't drink coffee. Oh, come it on. gives me a headache. You can't drink coffee. <laughs> That's the definition of to, fuck's sake. He needs, to, he needs to start. We're going to have to do something about that. Can I tell you what I did this week? Yeah, go on, tell me. So I, I look through all of our customers. I've got this coffee business now, right? I look through all our customers and looking at how much coffee they're moving because the way it works in the coffee business is you give them the machine and then they use your coffee, right? I went to a coffee shop on the weekend just with Aaron and they had our branding out the front. So I knew that it was one of our customers. I won't say which, <laughs> I won't say which one. I was like, oh, cool. We, we want to go to a place. We might as well go to this one. We'll support the people that are supporting us. Um, and we went in there and we're sitting there. And it was kind of like, there's a lot There's a lot of people here. It's a Saturday, Sunday afternoon, not really coffee drinking time. Mm-hmm. A lot of people ordering coffee. They were churning through the coffee, but it didn't match up with the amount of coffee we were selling them, right? Okay. And it's a, and so I was like, this is, there's something very odd about this, a little bit unusual. Anyway, I went back to work early this week and had a chat to our sales guy. And I said, do you want to just do like a routine check-in with this customer and see how they're going with the coffee and, you know, see what's going on. And um, I just said, it doesn't really add up to me. You know, they're a busy coffee shop. They're not moving. They haven't bought coffee in three weeks. They've got our mm-hmm. equipment. Something is not quite right. So he he went in there, found like a bag of someone else's coffee and brought it up with mm-hmm. the guy. And the, the coffee shop owner just started going off with him and told him to get effed and all kinds of other shit and had a big blow. I shouldn't be laughing about this. I hope no one's listening to this from the coffee industry. I'm apologies mm-hmm. that they are. Um, and, and then he rang me up. He's like, oh, this dude just like blew up at me and like he's just giving me a mouthful. And I was like, Fuck, all right. Um, so then I rang the guy and I was like, oh, I just wanted to check in. It sounds like you didn't get along too well with my sales rep. What's, what's happening? Do you want to talk about it or whatever? And he blew up at me and went off at me as well. Yeah. And then I was talking to the guys at work and they're like, there's no way he's using someone else's coffee. It's all good. Um, thing is, though, when I was there, I saw him using someone else's coffee. Right. So I saw him putting someone else's coffee into the into the grinder. So after he'd blown up at a sales rep and blown up at me, I just asked him straight up. Um, so it's obviously a misunderstanding. Like, so you're not using anyone else's coffee. You're just using our coffee. And he said, yeah, of course. I'm not, I've never used anyone else's coffee. This is bullshit. You guys are assholes and all this shit. <laughs> and then I was like, no worries. Uh, it's probably best if you find a different coffee provider. We'll come and collect the equipment, and uh, we'll all move on. And that's what's happening. Yeah, that's the deal. Yeah, he knows that's the deal. But just straight up lied about it, abused me and our staff, and take the it. fucking machine back. He'll go get a machine from someone else. I would imagine. Oh, yeah, he'll get one from someone else. He'll be fine. But yeah, there, there is people out there that just will lie to you and abuse you, and even when it's clearly. You've clearly done nothing wrong. Are you expensive? No. Why is he using Not, other people's coffee? Is your, co- is your coffee good? He was on a very, very good deal. Yeah. Is it good coffee? Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a very unusual situation. I don't know why, but but um yeah, that was my that was my Monday and Tuesday. Wow. That's really interesting. Yes. That it's not it wasn't a price thing. It wasn't a price thing. No. And it wasn't even, it wasn't you... even a local thing. The coffee he was using, he had a. I, I know what the coffee was because I 
I made sure I had evidence of what he was doing. So I know what he was yeah. doing. Um, and I know the history of it. I know who, who he got the coffee from and, and he had a relationship with him and that kind of thing. So it was, it was no surprise, but um, yeah, there you go. There's some updates from the coffee world. I don't know how often this happens, by the way. Like it's, it's hopefully it doesn't happen all that often because it's, it's a pretty mm. disappointing thing to have to deal with. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's kind of something you might have to police a bit. Well, that's why I put the report together because I was like, I'd like to know with all these machines out there that cost us a lot of money, like how, how much coffee are these people actually moving? Because it costs a lot of money to have and to operate and to maintain the machines. And that led me to pulling up a report on how much coffee people were moving. And then I was like, uh, maybe we should check in on the ones that aren't moving too much and you know, kind of go back to them and see what we can do to help them move more or, you know, or, or like it's, yeah, you can't just give someone a machine and not sell them anything because it's just, you'd yes. just be losing money if you did that. Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, that's that. I mean, it obviously wasn't policed particularly well before I I, I started there. So yeah, Dan Norris, coffee police. Yeah, I'm a coffee <laughs> cop now. <laughs> Shit, that's interesting. Yeah, it's like beer, isn't it? It is like it is like beer. Yeah, in many ways. Um, all right, you want to do a stats update? Bloody oath. Who's been Louis, asking? Everyone's been asking for stats. Louis updates. G has been the chief asker of the stats updates. Stats updates, yeah. Um, you you mean you mean the head of the department of stats? Head of the department of stats, yeah. And and travel. He's always traveling mm. somewhere. I don't think he's ever home. I don't think he's he has travel a home. liaison for the Boston Brewer podcast. Mm. Um. Right. So we haven't done this for quite a while, but I did it just before the episode. You can guess. I'll tell you the metric of what it was last time, which was in April. So last time we did this was April. And you can guess what the number is now. April. Okay. So what were the stats in April? Can you share that with me? Yeah. So we'll do – how about we'll go – yeah, we'll go through the, the, the full list. So we've got a metric for – hang on, let me – no. Yeah, how, what's the best way to do this? I've got, okay, I'll do like, I've got an overall metric for like overall reach, which is like podcast listens, Facebook engagement, Instagram reach, like everything combined. Yep. So I'll start on that and then I'll get to the other one. So in April, that number was 1,180 for a week. 1,180 what? Downloads? Well, downloads, Instagram reach, comments, mailing, oh, yeah, like all of that, yep. everything. Yep, yep. Yep, everything. So it was 1180 in April, and you got to tell me what it is now, last week. Uh, 1180 in April, you're saying? Yeah. I would probably say we're probably up probably about 500, probably 1800. It is 957. It went down? It went down. Yeah. Yeah. I can... I can relate to that. Okay. Well, so we're at least we're being transparent. It's it's not yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some of these are better than others. Do you care? Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, anecdotally, I feel like more people are listening to the podcast, but according to the stats, apparently not. Apparently not. Okay. Well, maybe it was people downloading it twice or something. Yeah. All time podcast plays. So back in April, it was twenty eight thousand three hundred and seventeen. Yeah. Twenty eight thousand. Was twenty eight thousand back in April? Yeah, it was cumulative plays. Yeah, so over. Well, if that, over if that number's time. gone down, we're in trouble. If that if that's gone down, we're screwed. 
Um, I'm going to say about 33,000. 38,800. Oh, that number's gone up. That's, yeah, that's that gone up per, quite a bit. That percentage is going up. Yeah. I think the other one, is a, it, because it's just a p- particular week, I think maybe we had like a, a high listening week that week or something. But cumulatively, okay. I feel like things are going up, you know. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. That's well, yeah, that's good. That's stats. That that one's a good stat. Right. Average plays of last five episodes, 424 in April. 600. 327. It's another bad one. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. We're going to have to We're going to have to consult the the, the, the the chief of the Department of Stats to find out what the fuck is going on. Louis yeah. G. Well, that, that was a bad one, but that's okay. Most popular episode was previously the episode about the ballistic VA. Yeah. Any idea what it is now? Since? Of all time. It'd still be that. It's still that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that far ahead, but it is still that one. All right. Facebook group members, 303. Yep. What is it now? Uh, I think we've got about 380, I think. 322. Is that a bad Hang stat? On. That's bad. Hang on well, a second. Too. What was it? 303. And it's 320 now? Is that bad? That's bad, isn't it? That's 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 not a lot of new members. It's not a lot. <laughs> we haven't been talking about the group, so talk about it now, then, because we need people more members. Well, you need to, we need to post Instagram stories with the link to it in it. Okay. We could just promote it. Okay. <laughs> we don't because we, we we stopped talking about it. But that's true. if you want to join the Facebook group, it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash boss and the brewer. Or you go to bossofthebrewer.com, come and join the group. You know what the difference is, though? Is that I switched off that thing where anybody could approve a member. Oh, did you? I didn't know that was a thing. I thought we had to approve No, no. It was set up so that any member could approve a new member, right? And I saw that that. and I was like, I think we should turn that off. And I turned it off. That's probably very dodgy people in that group. You don't want them responsible. Yeah, exactly. Just bucket loads of Adam's shell. Way too many. Um, YouTube subscribers was 100? 120. 121. Hmm. Yeah. That's, That's not bad. And how much we, we made dollar-wise off the entire podcast was $0. Yeah, that's it right. Still be zero? It's still zero. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, all right. Well, that, And that I like that. I like that stat. I like that stat. Let me, let me see make... if I find one more positive one. I feel like I've got one positive one in here. Spotify, actually, we've got quite a few views on Spotify. Mm, yeah. YouTube, nah. Total YouTube, nah, that's shit. Yeah, no, nah, it's not It's not really good. Huh? Zero dollars. Instagram, yeah. Well, give me a score. Give me your score out of 12 on our recent stats performance. How do I feel about our stats? Yeah. Probably. Previously, you've given us... Well, we I didn't do this last time, but the time before you gave us eight out of twelve. Yeah, I'm gonna put us down to a six. Wow, six. That's, that's we need to we need to lift our game. Is it only six because that's a division of twelve? And like, no, well, some of the stats went down, so oh, so my okay. overall score has to go down. Yeah, I know, but that's I feel like that's generous. Six out of twelve. Oh, really? You're gonna score lower? 
yeah, it's like it's it's pretty dismal. It's pretty bad performance. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, you know, it's, it's not my, it's, you're the one who scores it. It's not me. So mm-hmm. let's just leave it there. All right. This beer is delicious, by the way. Very good. So is this. This is. Do you know a, what I'm looking forward to? Stout. I am looking forward to this this month, October, because this month is Hendo Palooza month. Oh, it is too. Yeah, wait, like it was this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, it's on. Yeah, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I'm going to be there. I'll be there on Saturday. Uh, I'll definitely be there on the day session. Whether I'm there for the night session, I don't know. My, my track record's pretty fucking horrendous, but I've got tickets to both. And um, track record's horrendous in what regard? <laughs> we're getting fucked up at festivals and shit. <laughs> like right. You can't. You won't be able to miss me. So if you're one of the twelve. And you want to find me? I, I'll be the guy in the fucking chameleon shirt, with Jack Daniels. Yes. Oh, yes. How, I've that's got that shirt. You got that. That's cool. Yeah, it's great. Have you seen it? You want to see only it? Only on the only on the group. Can okay. I put a Can I put a special shout out to the members of the twelve? If you're joining after Hando's sale uh, sales pitch before, then get amongst it. Or if you're a current member, if you see him at Lagerpalooza. Take a photo of him without you noticing that he's seen you taking a photo as close as possible and put it in the group and just don't say anything. That's that's what we want from this weekend. When is it Saturday? That's what I want for it's Saturday. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um here we go. Let's have a look. Here we are. Look at this shirt. It's that's fucking sick. I love it. We should shout out to Thirsty Merchants for being legends for putting that together. And do you? Do you well, I've who, got that. And then I've who also posted got... the original image? Do you know who posted the original image in the group? Yes, Steve Ke- Ke- Keegan. Keegan. Uh, what's his name? Shout out to um, shout out to Steve because he's responsible, kind of for that. Yeah, absolutely. I think they had to reach out to him to get the um, the high res image because it wasn't really good enough for. Um, um the um uh the the to do the t-shirt printing and stuff like that. So well if it's like a Dali E image or something, then they're just low res and there's nothing you can do with Yeah, them. that's right. No, they've got a good one. So it's good. And then I've got they Thirsty Merchants did me a couple of bucket hats as well. So I'll be wearing Why aren't a you wearing hat. your hat? Look, I wear mine. Yeah, I wear mine, you wear yours. What are you doing? Um, I'm getting back in hat, man. It's not sunny right now. I do have to wear a hat or we'll have to wear a hat because I'm gonna be outside. And my scalp is still fucking deliciously smooth from that red light treatment earlier this year. So I need to pr- look after that. So, yeah. Definitely. Um, oh, wait, we've got a serious topic. I'm taking my pilot hat off again for my sunnies. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's the serious topic? Okay, filter. First actual news topic. Oh, cool. We haven't filter done are doing crowdfunding. Uh, yes, filter. I saw that. With a PH. Uh, yeah. Um, wow. What a time to crowdfund. Probably the toughest yeah. years in the brewing industry. Yeah, this one's going to be interesting. Oh, this one's going to be one to watch. Can I say something about um, valuations? Because yep. I, I've, got, I've got an opinion on this. Um, Go on. When we, when we did our crowdfunding, which was one of the first ones, when I looked around at ways of valuing businesses like this, like my thinking was from the startup world, looking at businesses based on like, yes, the brand value, but more around the growth of the company. So like, it was kind of like, you know, if the company's doing four or 5 million now, but it's growing at a hundred, 200% a year, 
then you can command a really big valuation because the people who invest, and I'm talking about people who invest, you know, as an investment, not just investing for shirts and and perks. Mm-hmm. Um, but the people who invest are basically making a gamble, saying, "Okay, we know Stone and Wood sold for five hundred million, Bolter sold for you know two hundred million or whatever." Yes. I think this this company is going to be what I think this company is a startup that's going to turn into one of those. So you're paying a huge multiple. You think so? No, no, no. This is this is what you pay for when you invest in a startup with a huge multiple. Okay. Right. So the valuation when you have come up with a valuation for a startup, that's what you're selling. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Whereas, like a traditional business, like the business I just bought, is a business that's been around for a long time. It's profitable, it's stable, profitable. It's, stable. Yes. it's not growing particularly quickly. Um, other than that, it's not dissimilar to a craft beer company. You know what I mean? It's an FMCG business. It's a lot of similarities. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, but I paid a profit multiple for the business. And that's what you pay when you buy someone else's. That's what you normally pay when you when you buy a business. You pay a profit multiple. Profit multiple, and yes. And if yes. you invest in a company in the ASX, you, you're generally investing based on the price to earnings or something like that for an established company. Um so if you're not going to use that multiple, what you're saying to the audience is this is actually a high growth startup and this is going to turn into something much bigger. Um, and in the article, they talk about comparing to your mates and your mates were definitely in that position. Their company was growing very quickly. They were, you know, right at the top of the hottest 100 in terms of relevance. They were kind of on mm-hmm. to becoming the next big thing. Yeah. I would just say if if the financials come out for filter and the company isn't growing at the, you know, 100 to 200% kind of range that, you know, Black Ops was when I was running it or your mates was when they did their crowdfunding in 2021, Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. there's no justification for that kind of multiple in terms of evaluation. Yes, yes. Um, So it'll be interesting to see the valuation, but reading between the lines, it kind of reads like they're going to value it like a high-growth startup in 2021 yeah what's the chance of it just being you know a a borderline unprofitable zero growth company a struggling market in 2023 and in which case what's it worth yes that's the case yes yes i i've been looking at the um uh the um quotes and that sort of thing that's in this um article and it's very repetitive and that they keep talking about you know, cash flow heavy business model. That if you read between the lines, there's they they need cash, as all growing brewery businesses do, right? Yeah. Um, and um, I'd be curious to see what the plans are for the future growth and whether there is a plan for profitability or something like that in the mix. I think I I would agree with you in the sense that it's good to have a plan for future growth, but I think if you're if you're reading this prospectus or the offer document, and you're thinking about investing, or you're thinking about being involved in any company, I I wouldn't just be looking at what the plan is. I would be looking at your own intuition about what the likelihood is Mm. of the company growing in the current market, given their brand, given their position. I'm not saying in this case they are or are not likely to grow, but Mm. even Mm. if they did have a plan that sounded great, you know, it's you got to use your own intuition, I think, and work out if that's actually likely. And if growth is not likely in a company like this, then it should be valued based on profit multiple. And yes, you know, unless they have such a great brand that it's it's going to be worth acquiring. But you know, I I find that a little doubtful too because if you read some of the quotes in that article, 
most of it sort of bags out the big brewers. And then part of it sort of says, if the big brew, like, like the, the, the article I saw the channel nine on was like, you know, they're knocking down our door to acquire us, but we're saying no. And, you know, if they give us a big offer, we might say yes. It's mm. something's not right about that. I mean, I don't think. Playing play play the field is this like to grow, grow to flip. What's that? Grow to flip it. Yeah, but who's buying a six, seven million dollar a year craft beer brand no, at the moment? No, 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 no one. No, no one. What's the? So we don't know what the market cap is going to be. No, I think when they it will be very interesting when they re release the financials. But I'm just saying as a heads up to people who are interested. That's one way to think about it. Like that's one way to think mm, about mm. valuing a business. It's either a high growth startup or it's a more traditional business. And as you can see from the ASX valuation for companies like Mightycraft, if, if the company's not growing and there's not profitable um, and it's not kind of hitting the metrics it was going to hit, then it's, it's not yes. worth It's not worth anything. Yep. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how they value this. I'm, I'm going to be super intrigued because all the other crowdfunding um, valuations have been in sort of high growth cycles and companies that yep. were really exploding in growth at the time. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you want to hear something funny? Yeah. About, you know, share prices and shit like that? Are you, yeah, I do. Okay. Um, want to do an over-under on it without you looking it up? Is it the Mighty Craft share price? Yeah. No, not the share price. Value, market cap. Market cap. Do you know what it is? I don't know what it is, but I did I did check it whenever we last talked about it, which was, yeah. I don't know, a month ago. A month ago. All right, so over under Mighty Crafts market cap is over or under ten million dollars. Oh Jesus, <laughs> that's a good line. So you got to keep in mind they they acquired a company for thirty million that's included yes. in that that they own yes. what twenty three percent of Better Beer, which is the fastest mm. growing beer brand in the country. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yep, they're growing, unprofitable. Yes. Without better beer, they've basically just got no yep. no plan. They've got a new new chairman there who's saying nasty things about the old new the old, the old chairman. Nasty things yeah. about the old one. I like your new chairman better than your old chairman. Yeah. Um I I mean I would I would I would hope it's over I mean, I don't have any personal interest. I don't really care what the share price is, but I would I would hope it's over ten. But the fact that you said that, I feel like you're you're either tricking me or it's actually under ten. So I'm gonna go under for that reason. Sure. I'm sure. Lock it in. Lock it in. Well done. You won. Jesus, what is it? It's 8.4 million. Fuck. <laughs> well done. That's seven. You've got seven. You're nearly there. Holy shit. Okay. Well Bear done. Me while I fucking count my money right now. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Making it rain. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I have Isn't that scary? Family. What do you what do you think about that, man? Like Mighty Crafts market cap going dipping under 10 million. Um, I mean, that is just absolutely wild. I think, well, I I've I've said it on this podcast for the longest time. I think the, the business is a terrible business. Um, and I've you know said months ago that that it made sense to wind it up and just get just spin off better beer and get <clears> the money back from yeah. that and pay back the shareholders. Yeah, um, exactly. But God, surely they're staking. But see, that's the thing. Like, if they're staking better beer is worth more than $10 million, which you'd have to think it would be, then the next question is how much does it cost to offload everything else? Because they've got all of these brands and all, all this, 
you know, all these breweries and shit. Breweries like and stuff. Own, like they, they literally own a hundred percent of Slipstream. Yeah. Fucking hell. And what's that worth? <laughs> yeah. That's also, Jetty Road. They own Jetty Road's still on the table, isn't it? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have any joy in. in no, but this is. This is I'm not. I'm not trying to rub it in or anything like that. I'm just saying it's an interesting observation when they own 100 percent of Slipstream and 100 percent of Jetty Road, which are operating breweries, which are operating okay and all that sort of stuff, right? Yeah. And 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 then and then and and then taking into account that that the ownership of better beer and stuff like that, and the market cap's still 8.4 million dollars. Well, I think, I mean, again, not only anything the, about the business, because I, think, of debt. I think reading between the lines that it, the market is telling them that their whole like, business model makes no sense and them owning a big stake in something that is going really well but they have no control or influence over doesn't really make any sense either. Mm. So it's kind of just a vote of no confidence that they don't see a future in the company, isn't it? But like that kind of market, fascinating company, stuff. they may as well be zero. Fascinating stuff. I just find it interesting. So interesting. I mean, let's see what happens. Like, what do you think? I've, I've said what I think will happen. I think they'll, they'll wind it up, get rid of better beer and shut it down. What, what do you think? And that, that was a few months ago when I said that, but, but it must be. Possibly. What do you think is going to happen? Something to that effect, I think. It's got to be up to the shareholders to make that call, though. Of the directors, yeah. It's fucking sad for the people who got involved, but anyway. Mm. It's a tough market. Let's just not let's not forget about that. Indeed. It's very, very, Indeed. very tough. All right. I'll think of an over under. Oh, well, do you want to do you want to do an over under of the valuation of the, the valuation put forward by filter for their crowdfunding? Yes. I'll set the line. You can do an over under. Okay. Okay. Let me, let me... Uh, how do we know whether we got over under or is this what they're going to come out with in their prospectus? Exactly. Yeah, what they come out okay. with. What they what they value the business as. Okay, cool. Yeah. Do you know what it is? I no, no, I don't know what it is. No, no, no. Are you, did you sign up for the EOI? Or... Oh no, because to sign up you have to fill in and say you're interested in investing and it affects all the metrics. I don't want to mess with the metrics. I'll just see it when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Um I'm gonna say. I'm going to say, where, how do I set this line? It'll be, wait a second. Do it on business valuation based I'll on do, what number I'll do the shares are looking at, the percentage of the business they're trying to sell and what they're trying to get for it. I'll do 20, $22 million valuation. You have to do over or under. Uh, this is what they say they're going to they're going to value the business as? That's what they say they're going to, they're going to value the business at. I would say over. They will say that they, the business is worth more than $22 million. Yeah, fuck. I think you're right. I think you're right. Okay, I'm going to put this in here. Interesting. Okay. And, and okay, look, let's see how much they'll raise when they release the actual EOI. I mean, the actual offer document. As a, you yeah. know, as a second over under. Uh, okay, sorry. Was the second over under? Well, it'll be, we'll do it when they release the offer document to see how much they raise. Okay. Oh, well, wait, wait, the... you know, you know what we could do is 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 do an over under on how much we think they're going to try to raise. Uh well, that's pretty easy. They they kind of said that in the thing. I think they're going to go and try and get two and a half million. Really? It said yeah. that in there. Uh something alluded to that. I think. 
Uh, as we, oh no, that's that's uh, the journalist's words. Yeah, no, let's let's yeah, let's say it, it said the offer at the valuation beyond par with that other similar businesses citing launches, including your mates, which raised two and a half million on a valuation of forty nine point six million. Jesus. Okay, yeah, I've, I did a real bad over. I don't. Know, I feel like I just gifted gifted the lead back to you. Easy come, easy go. You were smart though with mine. Damn you were it. smart. You were like, oh, $10 million. Oh, geez, that might be under. And you, I was you trying to well. tempt you because I thought $22 million is a lot in the current market is a fucking. Yeah, but they'll what? say it's worth more though. Yeah. But I mean, what what beer company no, in Australia no, is worth $22 million at the moment? Well, none, but they'll say it's worth more. Yeah, <laughs> that's I think just, you're right. That's it. They'll right. just, it's a crowdfunding. That's just how they work, mate. Yeah, uh, but can not I just uh, shout out to this the, beer? EOI. The EOI influences that. So if they don't get much interest in the EOI, they will sit around and, and go like, you know, do we actually want to really go after a big valuation? If we don't have that much interest, you might need to be a bit more realistic given the market. So everything you can read between the lines in that article where they basically say we're uh, it's a cash heavy business. Hmm. Um, we see what other ones have done um, and other breweries have done and we want to replicate that. We think we're the same as that. Yeah, no, you're right. Right, I feel like I gave that away. All right, can I just shout out this beer? Uh, this is the Woolgoogle Whoopi Brewing Company and Brewdog collaboration. I'm oh, not drinking yeah. it out of a schooner though. Okay, eerie friend, cold off. I don't know. I think it was Adam Shell. Okay. Um, and um, holy moly, it's a bloody delicious beer. Oh yeah, cold IPA. This. I went down there, set, caught up with Charlie. It's a fucking good spot. No way. It was packed in March. Wow. I've got all sorts of things. Tastes fresh as. What a bloody brilliant beer. Wow. Let's go to Whoopi Brewing. Hey, I'm just going to clean this glass out because my next one, this is just, this is oil. This is, this looks like your crank case. Schooner. Yeah. Schooner. Crank cases and two strokes don't look like that, though. What they don't have, um, well, nothing because they don't have an oil sump like a four stroke does. Well, it looks like you're the inside of your engine or I don't know. Well, yeah. This is the last, this is, the, oh, actually, i got one Olivia. That's like almost the last beer I've got left in my Hazy. Bolter yeah, Hazy. Bolter Hazy. Not to be Hazy confused Cerveza. with the Cerveza. Uh, what's the next, what's the next thing you got here? Uh, Stone holds, upholds verdict in brewing trademark case against cause. Is this the Stone versus Keystone thing? Yes. So that so they, they, they. That was designed a while ago, wasn't it? Well, yeah, but they appealed and they lost the appeal. Oh, so that okay. means they have to pay them oh, good. $56 million. Wow. Um, that was that was a that was a good good lawsuit worth worth fighting because the way that, that you saw the labels of that beer. Mm. That keystone beer, tiny little key, giant stone. Yeah, they're taking the piss. It was absolutely taking the piss. Yeah. And um, yeah, so good on them. $56 million, not a bad little <laughs> victory. It's not bad. A big risk, though, for Stone to take that risk. Imagine how many shares in Mightycraft you could buy for $56 million. Sorry, I shouldn't have paid the job. Oh. <laughs> I was right there. Oh, you, could, you could buy, you could buy um, six or seven Mightycrafts with that. You could buy it's American dollars, so it'd be, it'd be eight or nine. <laughs> a lot of Australian breweries for $56 million, you could probably buy all of them. Oh, you are brutal. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so, Vaithar, right. 
Tabitha. Is Tabitha the next is, thing? Which is, in, which is incidentally is the, um, um, it's just the word for beer in Spanish, you know? Yeah, you know, I, yes, I knew that, yeah. You know, the, the funny thing is uh, that a month ago, my mate Gary messaged me and he goes, who makes a good non-mainstream cerveza? And I was Indeed. like, I have no idea, but I know Bolter make one and I know Modus make one. So give either of those a go. And then he bought the Modus one and he enjoyed it and messaged me and said, good recommendation. So people obviously want to drink these beers, apparently. Well, it's the biggest, one of the biggest selling beers. You know, Corona is one of the biggest selling beers in the country. Yeah. It makes sense that, you know, the shift to craft becoming, we'll just make beers that people want to drink. Yeah. Um, that cost the least amount of money to make. Cool. Do it. And I've, 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 you know, like, uh, you know, I do a little bit of consulting for for breweries and that sort of thing. And, um, you know, people just want drinking beers now. Yeah. That's what they want. In the article, it's got this, this quote. At the same time, it's easy to understand why one of the most knowledgeable and respected figures in the country's beer community, Jade Flavel of the Wheaty, asked whether the craft beer industry was merely becoming everything it had rebelled against. And she unveiled a cerveza is the new craft t-shirt during the Crafty Pints has craft beer jump the shark debate at Brucon. Um, I agree 100%. I'll, I'll be the first to admit I'm a sellout and I'll be the first yes. to sell out. And yes. everyone else in the fucking craft beer industry is as well. I mean, in the filter article, it said exactly the same thing. It bagged out the majors for the entire thing. And then at the end, they said, if they ever come knocking on our door with a crazy offer, we'll sell to them. Of course. I mean, and like, you know, I, I was just talking about tap contracts in coffee. Yeah. How, how, how long do we whinge about tap contracts in craft beer? We sort of whinge about them. I literally have my own tap contracts and now I'm whinging about someone not sticking to one of my tap contracts. Mm-hmm. So 100% I'm a seller. So is every other craft brewery that, that I can yes, think yes. of. And we just have to accept it. Yeah. It's just how it is. It's how it is. It's the nature of the beast. It's uh, there's nothing you can do about it, and that's just the next shift in the evolution. We've done <clears throat> extreme beers. They've said sour you know, IPAs and sours are supposed to be new IPAs, and they're not. And it turns out that people just want to buy the beers that people want to drink. Yeah, I think, the, and you know, we've said this for a long time, but the the difference is the major companies now are making lots of good beers, mm. and the whole craft beer movement doesn't work so well when you don't have an incumbent who's fucking useless. Startups yeah. don't well, work te- that well when there's an incumbent no. who's, who's not useless. He's useless. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say the incumbents are useless, but they were though. Um they were. They were, yeah. Yeah. They're not anymore. They're fucking great no. now. They they own everyone and they make very good beer. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah, exactly. Hundred percent. Yeah. Crazy stuff, though. Crazy, crazy stuff. Give me your prediction. Do you, so do you think these beers will go? I mean, the, the Bolter one, you'd have to think with their marketing and everything, that, that, and they make good, good beer. I'm sure that one will go well. Um, what about like the Modus and, and other places? Do you think I those think products will go well? Provided they're priced appropriately, then there's an opportunity for, the get, for them to get a bit of inroads. But when you're playing in that space, it's a very price-conscious market. So you really and, need and to... not a not a flavor 
it's pretty cool. No, and it's not. And so here's the thing, right? Is that you're playing in a space that's that that where the consumer is very price sensitive. If if it goes up a dollar a six pack, you're not going to make that sale. Hmm. Right. And then on the on the on the flip side as well, it's not a very flavoursome style of beer. So you most certainly and and the people who drink that style of beer don't want a flavoursome style of beer. You can put lime so in it, right? If you put, yeah, but that's different, right? Okay. But what I'm saying is, is that if you go and try and differentiate yourself, not on, not I mean, you're a little bit more expensive. You go, ours is a more flavoursome cerveza. Hmm. It's very counterintuitive. Yeah, because those who drink a cerveza don't want fucking flavoursome. No, I think they the want small, to, this, the, they small... want, the only thing they want flavour from is the wedge of fucking lime that goes in the top of it. Yeah, to hide the transgenominal. Yeah, I think the, the the craft beer thing worked when the majors were making shitty beer and you could make something better. But if your mm. argument is they're making something that people don't care what it tastes like and you're going to make it in a more expensive way and it's not going to taste better, it's mm. just going to taste the same, but it'll be more expensive, that's a, that's a tough sell, isn't it? You have to have a yes. very, very good brand to pull that off. Bolter do, and they will, and they've got the scale. Yep. And they don't have the financial pressure, so they'll be fine, but... Yeah. Anyone else? Not so sure. Yeah, it'd be a tough, tough play for Modus and stuff like that. Very yeah. tough. I used to love drinking Corona back in the day. That was fucking great. Mm. Thought I was really fancy. I used to drink Crown Lager back in the day and thought I was really fancy. Oh yeah, remember that? That, that was legit. Um. Okay, one more. Well, there's two more. What the fuck? We're, we're getting on time. Do you want to look at these two, or do you want to just ditch them and do the questions? Yeah, yeah. Let's do Hendo reacts. These are boring. Yeah, do do share your screen. Righty go. Do I have to share sound? You have to. Sh- uh, yes. No. You do have to share sound. Yes. And we'll probably get copyright struck. But you got to make sure that I'm in the picture, and then we'll be sweet. Here Can you see it? Yeah. Yeah. You see it? Yeah. Twitter. They still call it Twitter. Diary of a CEO. Toxicity. How are you defining that? You're, you're saying like toxic so chemicals. This is like AI men. nuestras vidas, en nuestra piel, consumimos, okay, we'll take your, hablamos, take your tenemos podcast, a nuestro alrededor y que están. Do it in a different language, but do it in your voice. No. How do you think? O sea, a modo de consejo, ya que lo estamos platicando, a diario, ¿qué opinas sobre los problemas difíciles? Whoa. <laughs> Who wild. does that? That's a Spotify feature now. Well, it's, it's one they brought out. Really? Yeah, I don't know if we can access it, but it's like a beta release or something, I assume. Boss and the Brewer in Espanol. Isn't that crazy? What is it going to be? El Jefe and El Cervezadoro. <laughs> Seems a lot longer. Cervejero. Cervejero. El Jefe and El Cervezadoro. Uh, wow. <laughs> you really tried very hard to get that out. I respect I that. used to speak Spanish. Did you know that? Well, no, but you... I went to Guatemala and learned Spanish in uh, 1999, like when you were just a twinkle in your old man's eye. Well, hopefully Spotify Spanish can speak better Spanish than you can because that was shit-ass. That was, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. TikTok link. What have we got? I hope I put the right link in here. Yeah, look at this. 
time to drink. Oh no, you have to log in because it's alcohol. Oh, Bill Corona. Let me show you how to make it. Crack open your beer. Drink it down about halfway. But since my girlfriend wants Corona, I'm gonna pour it in a separate glass. One ounce of white rum. In you go. One ounce of tequila. If your friend's having a rough day, give him one of these. He probably won't even remember the day. One ounce of vodka. Make you grow strong like bull. That was the best accent I have. One ounce of gin to make sure that this drink is Snoop Dogg approved. One ounce of triple sec, which is basically more liquor, but a little bit sweeter. One ounce of Midori liqueur which is oh. a melon liqueur this stuff is amazing it tastes like a scooby-doo fruit snack and top the rest off with sweet and sour mix lemon wedge to garnish squeeze in our lemon this thing is squirting more than grandma's when they hear bingo nights coming up mix everything oh, up cheers <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't actually watch it to the end uh there you go that was not very oh good. my god this tastes like if sprite had a cousin that lived in a trailer park it's really good and you can barely taste the alcohol be careful <laughs> with these they are potent and they'll sneak up on you fast that that wasn't funny at all. Would you drink that? No. That'd be disgusting, surely. No. That's That'd just like putting all the alcohols in for the sake of putting it in. Isn't that like a Long Island iced tea? It's like a Corona version of Long Island Yeah, but Island that's tea. different. A Long Island iced tea's got a bit of fucking finesse, especially when it's done by a really good bartender. Yeah, I had one of those once. Never, ever, ever again. A good bartender? No, didn't have, no. Had a Long Island iced tea. So when I used to be a tour guide in Europe, right, um, we used to go and in, when we went to Venice, we would stay at the Camping Fasina. And if you've done, if you've ever done a Contiki tour or something like that, you've probably stayed at the Camping Fasina in Venice. The bar there at the campground is is very, very well known as one of the best party bars like out there and all that sort of stuff, right? And um, you, you, they would do a souped up version of the. I've seen some fucked up shit in this bar. Can I just tell you about one of the things? Ah, oh, I don't know if I can mention it. Oh, well. it's pretty gross. I'll anyway, mention it and then I'll edit it out of the audio. But so, so what used to happen is you used to dance in the table there and that sort of thing, right? And then one of the drinks they would do would be a souped up version of a Long Island iced tea called an attitude adjuster. Oh, god, and so. Um, and so this is the old reminiscing about the old tour guide days, right? So, so you get an attitude adjustment, that sort of thing. And then one of the things you do, you dance on the table, you dance on the table. And I think it was a bell ringing or something like that. If you're dancing on the table at the time, the bell rung, you had to scull whatever drink it was that you had. Oh my God. And so what is pre, pre, um, one of the drivers from, 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 um, from top deck. Okay. He was fucking nuts. He's one of the most nuts you meet some crazy people in the in the tour industry, tourism industry. I bet. And Coco was absolutely nuts, right? <laughs> Wait, he was a driver? What was he driving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had days off. It was fine. Um, okay. It was on a day off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And so he was dancing on the table with somebody and the bell rang and he had an attitude adjuster. Big oh, no. fucking fuck off long last day, right? Oh, no. And he had to scull it. But instead of sculling it, what he did was he... <laughs> he... Um, he, he he got an empty glass and he and he dropped his dax right and he turned around to the crowds and moon in the crowd and that sort of thing and he bent over a little bit what the fuck? and then he poured the drink down his back and the drink went through his butt crap through his tank off the back of his nutsack into the glass and he turns around and just sculls this fucking drink I kid you not seen it with my own eyes Lucky there was plenty of alcohol in it because my god, where that where that liquid went was just not very sanitary at all. Oh my god! <laughs> Fuck me, you've lived here, though. I've never witnessed anything anywhere close to that shit. Jesus Christ! 
Was that oh, just man. His, was that his way of like bitching out and like losing half of the alcohol? No, I think that was just Tuesday. The cocoa. Oh, How did he just think of doing that in the mind? He'd done that before. That wasn't the first time he'd You've done that. He's got no idea the dumb shit that goes through people's minds when they uh when they get on the road, mate, and uh and become and work in the tourism industry and that sort of thing. Wait, so hang on, let, let me let me so he he put he's leaning over, he pours it down, the same yeah. glass he refills with, right? Different glass. One hand empty glass. I see. Underneath. Other one pouring. Jesus Christ. That is, that's some impressive. Okay. Thank you for sharing. And yeah, I'm sorry yeah. if anyone's eating their dinner right now. Yeah. That's great. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's move on. To no, 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 no Long Island iced teas were harmed in the making of that. Oh uh, on that uh, Long Island iced tea or attitude adjusters. Um, okay. Not many questions. But that's okay. We've been going for an hour anyway. Okay, go. What do you got? Paul Metcalf. Oh, he doesn't even put question oh. colon. People have stopped doing question colon. That's unacceptable. Question colon. Paul Metcalf. I saw it the um came down for the Crumman Valley launch. What a legend. Um mm -hmm. he, he actually rung me beforehand. He was gonna come to the coffee place, but I was was not there because it was the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Okay, he said all roads lead to Lagerpalooza, Queensland's largest yes. Lager Festival. That's shorter, crazy. shorter. Yep. Endopalooza. Yeah. Lagerpalooza and Hendopalooza, because don't forget we've got um, Pinopalooza. And I was brought to my attention today because you know there are different types of Pinot. Well, Pinot is just one of the grapes, right? Correct. Right. Well, no, it's the grape variety, but you can make a white wine and a red wine variant of it. Yeah. What is, what? Are, yeah, well, I know The that. Pinot Noir, which is the red version. No, I know and that. Got, what is, what, and then you've got Pinot, Pinot Grigio and Pinot Gris. Right, yeah. Pinot Grigio is it's the white white. They're both white wine variants. Pinot yeah. Grigio is Italian, and I have since learned. Thank you for, to the good people down at Common Ground Cellars who have educated me on the different types of Pinot. So Pinot Gris is harvested a little bit earlier and therefore is a bit more acidic. Yeah, and uh, Pinot Gris, the French, is harvested later as a bit more sweeter. Okay, you said Pinot Gris twice, but that's okay. I'll skip skip over. No, that. sorry, Pinot Grigio is is, is sour. And Pinot Gris is sweeter. Oh. Yeah. Do you so you know my my favorite wine is a skin contact Pinot Gris, which is like um they leave it on the skins for a bit. So it, it's almost like half white and red. It's like in between. You know, rose. Yeah, there's a name for that. And I was told about that one and I forgot what it's called. It's just skin contact Pinot Gris. Yeah, but that's not what they call it in Italy. Well, I don't give a fuck about Italy. Where's, where's Pinot Palooza? It's not in Italy, is it? It's in Brisbane. Uh, true. Yeah. Anyway, so, but anyway, I found out at Pinot Palooza, it is all about the Pinot Noir. There is no white That makes sense, there. yeah. That makes sense. And so Adam Shell brought that to my attention today. I was like, fuck, okay. I, which I prefer because I prefer red wine to white wine any day. Yeah, um, And I'm looking forward to it. And so Lagerpalooza. This weekend, come and say hi on Saturday. You'll find me. You can't fucking miss me with the fucking clothes I'm going to be wearing. Um, and then, um, uh, and then Pinot Palooza on the what is it, fourteenth of October. And then um, Vietnam Palooza the following week. And then Brew Day at the end of the month. And then the Brew Day. So, so Adam Beer Palooza, Hendo Palooza. Can I ask if we get enough people to sign a petition? Let's say twelve. Will you do the move from the driver that you just described at 
Pinot Palooza when when we're there. Ah, that's really interesting. Absolutely not. Okay. (laughs) 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 All right. All right. Phil Sharp. No question, Colin. No nothing. No get done. Lazy, lazy, lazy. Uh, Brew Day set for twenty four ten. Who's coming? There you go. Yep. Yep. I'll be there. You'll be there. I'll be there. But let's not promote the brew day. Let's promote the when the beer's ready and then yeah, yeah, absolutely. Get people we'll come and have a beer and come and come and learn how Adam beer is learnt from a real Adam. Do you know what I thought we could do if we do like the meetup, right? Assuming you turn up because that's that's unlikely. But let's just say you do. Um, we could do like a quiz, a Boston Brewer quiz, right? Quiz <laughs> at the meetup, and whoever yes. get, is the first to twelve gets one of the prizes that we talked about earlier that I'm going to edit out of the podcast. Yes, and yes we're not yes. going to say what it is. Yes. Secret secret prize. Sounds good. You like that? Yeah. I reckon that'd be good. Do you reckon Thirsty Merchants will cover that or maybe not? They got it now. They have a cheap price. Thanks. Thank you. Just thanks in advance. (laughs) Just just, putting that out there. Just what is it? What is it like? um, Do ask forgiveness later, whatever it is. Yeah, that. Yeah, ask forgiveness, not permission. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Paul James, question Colin. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. I love a good first name, first name as well. So yeah. that's good. Yeah, great. Right. right. Question Colin, as an unlucky participant in the tank top draw, is there any chance of some one of the 12 merch will be made that we can put our hard earned towards? Yeah. Well, fuck. I mean, we could actually. That's actually merch. a good point. Um, you know, if we did that, next time we did it, do the stats, we would change the $0 money earned thing. We could actually make money. What would we do with the money, though? Fucking pay for the hosting costs or some shit. I don't know. Is that expensive? I've got a hosting company. It's free for me. <laughs> I moved it to How's my server. Going? I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> How's that going, by the way? It's good. Yeah, it's good. I still, I still like, I do probably, I, I've got like a little little thing looking after WordPress customers. I've only got a few, a few customers. So I do a little bit each week on that. Hosting stuff's pretty easy, pretty fine. Um, do a little bit of a couple of sort of one-off things here and there, <clears throat> upgrading the stuff on the server, and I haven't run into any major problems yet. Um, running pretty well, pretty hands-off, and um, makes a bit of money. Makes a bit of money, and then coffee business. I'm doing mostly full time, so yeah. There you go. Good. I like it. Might do something else. Getting bored. Need another business. No, 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 no. Uh, you said you were doing this as a lifestyle change. Just live the lifestyle, spend more time in the boat. Every time you decide you want to go do something else, go for a spin in the boat. Yeah, no, I've been super keen, but the weather's been shit. So it's, mm. it's kind of gone. storming in Brazil day. Shit boat weather. I got caught in a fucking hailstorm this other Yeah, it wasn't good. But no, the week, the week, so Erin's going to come work at um, the coffee place. So she's, um, she's going to have a week off. We're going to have a week off in two weeks. So hopefully... Oh, it is. It's the week of Pinot Palooza, actually. Cool. So that week we're having a week off. So plenty of boating and um, finish off at Pinot Palooza doing the thing down. No, we're not going to. We're not going to. What, what's it called? Drive the boat to Brisbane. Be fucking fast in the M1. Be pretty closer than Corumban. Be easy. Mm. You, you, you could actually get there without going to the open ocean. To you don't have to go to the open ocean, exactly. Mm. That'd be a long way. <laughs> 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 Take the whole your Is your, is your, is your boat... Two stroke or no, no, but it's tw- it's twenty five horsepower. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it gets up in boogies, but you know, it's it's not super quick. Mm, fair enough. 
Yeah, if, if like, last time we went out and we had all of us, so there was five of us. Well, it's me and Aaron and two, three kids, but Jordy's like my size. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had to sit in the front, otherwise the boat was just doing this. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's not super fast. It would probably take three days to get to Brisbane. Mm-hmm. I could tow it there though. Yeah. Where is Pino Palooza? Is it the, the showgrounds? Showgrounds, yeah. Fair enough. Um, anyway, we didn't answer the question. Getting some merch. Yeah, that's a fucking great idea. We should do that. Absolutely. I'm totally down for that. Let's think of something. Think of something that would be cool to wear that's not what do you what is happening right now? I'm taking a photo for the uh Instagram. So of of what? Wait, Us. Let, me my, let me put my hat on. Oh, let, okay. Let me put, my gear on. put your hat on then. Wait, wait, let me put the dry hop liner on. Hang on. And let me get the Corumban sponsored beer. <laughs> oh, I wonder how my hair is. Jesus. Good? Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Does it need to be vertical? Uh, yeah, for Instagram stories, for sure. But, it, but we're not vertical. We're, we're kind of... We are horizontal. That's what the photo looks like. Whatever, so that's what I'm going to take all my gear off now. Yes, Captain. All right. Think of some cool merch. I can't really think of any. Something um, fun. Leave fun it up to the experts. Catchy slogan. Leave it up to the experts. Bucket hats. I like bucket hats. Yeah. Okay. I only wear coffee merch these days, but oh, <laughs> probably do it. Oh, wow. Question, after how many does this glass look straight? That's a weird... Oh, Whoa. Wobbly Chook. Oh, I've been there. That's in fucking Whoopi as well, I think, isn't it? Wobbly Chook? Yeah, that's in Whoopi as well. Have you been there? I can't say it. I can't say it, no. It's a it's a um brewery that has wobbly glasses. Huh. Yeah, it's near... um. It's in, like, the main bit of Woolgooga, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Because we went okay. there for, like, one beer, and it's like, well, I don't want to offend anyone, but the beer wouldn't... Mm-hmm blow me away so I went to um Charlie and had his beer and it was fucking great. Yeah good. But the glasses are all oh yeah no yamba yamba yeah same that's right yeah it was yamba okay same trip <laughs> same trip not the same suburb but yeah the glasses are all crooked so there you go. Interesting idea. If you feel it if you do the corona trick on it it will start looking straight. Put all of those different mm, drinks in mm. there. All right. That's it. Love your work. Um, we, um, oh, we didn't get the visit from Reed AI this time, did we? Yeah, it's there. It just jumped out. I think it must have cottoned on to the fact that we're not paying it. Either that or the fact that Zoom just does it by itself now. So it's just yeah. redundant. What about um, uh, another late show safe word? <laughs> Another late in the show, another late in the show safe word. No, no, no. We've done that. At, oh god, eight forty-two. What's that now? Ten minutes. Yeah, I feel like we're just wasting people's time at this point. No, we are wasting people's time. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah let's wrap. Yeah, let's wrap. we are. Anyway, elephants. Uh, no, so, uh... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Love your work, mate. See you next See week. Pino Palooza. See you. Yeah.